0: Many are getting rich, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith. The Holy Spirit and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kolipad Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special favor. And now, today's message.
1: Precious Holy Spirit. We give you praise. Lift up your right hand, everybody. Say, Father, I declare, my heart is open. I can hear you. Say, I declare, my heart is open. My mind is ready to receive with humility, with meekness. Then grab that word of God that can change my life. That can transform my soul. That can save me. Holy Spirit of God. Minister to me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let my life never be the same again. Say my eyes shall be open. Say my eyes shall be open. My mind shall receive. And my heart shall understand. And my life will never be the same again. Say thank you Jesus. For revealing yourself to me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. Give a clap offering to Jesus. Can you take your seat in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. Oh, I say hallelujah. Oh, am I talking to Christians? Oh, I say, hallelujah. Oh, I say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. need to be excited about Jesus now turn to somebody and tell the person to be excited about Jesus no the person cannot hear you look to somebody and tell the person to be excited about Jesus now you are telling the person to be excited about are you excited the way your face is looking eh? the person not even catching up so I said look to the person give the person the widest smile open your eyes some of you when you are smiling your eyes are closed like Chinese eyes I said open those eyes and tell the person to be excited about Jesus. Now give Jesus a shout of praise in his Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen and amen. It's all about Jesus. It is all about Jesus. And the next few days, I want you to just focus on only Jesus Christ. Only Jesus Christ. Only Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Glory to Jesus. Precious Holy Spirit, we are ready to receive from you. Minister to us, where thou bring us into the palaces of understanding, into the corridors of glory, where our understanding will be opened, where our eyes will be enlightened, where revelation will flood our hearts, and our faith will be strengthened for the work that are There are higher heights to be attained, attained. There are deeper depths to be reached. It is only revelation from you to take us into those realms. Take us there, Lord, and let our lives never be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a believing amen. Now, is that a shout or is that believing? But I want you to put the two together and shout a believing amen. Hallelujah. We give god all the praise let me read you a scripture in the book of first peter chapter number three the verse number 15 uh, but even before we go into that into that scripture op- open your bibles to the book of Revelation, chapter number one you are welcome to day one of risen jesus convention glory to jesus christ somebody celebrate the lord risen jesus convention look it, it, uh, every other religion and every other faith is based on systems, is based on certain dogmas, is based on certain, uh, certain practices. It is only Christianity which is based in belief or faith in a person. If you believe in Titan, Titan will never work for you. If you believe in holiness, holiness will never work for you. If you believe in whatever you can think about, which is a, 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 a doctrine of Christianity, it will never work for you except you believe in the person of Jesus Christ. Christianity is a faith that takes its foundation from Jesus. In Hebrews chapter number 12, he says that looking unto Jesus, the author, that means that the initiator, that means that the one who is the programmer, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. Are you understanding me? So other people believe, or if you believe in... Uh, uh. Allah, or you believe in the uh, Quran, or you believe in a certain set of systems that have been set, you wash yourself at this time, you do this at that time, then you are going to be saved. You live a certain nice, good life, you don't sin so much, you are very good and kind in your heart, uh, and you do a lot of good things that meet uh, the need of Allah or a certain God somewhere, then you will be saved. Then you be saved. You go into a place called heaven. But you see, in Christianity, it is not so. Christianity, we don't say that if you live good enough, then you make it to heaven. Oh, we are. Tra- I, 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 I debunk that concept of we are traveling, we are on our way to heaven. Only Christians can go there. So let us praise the Lord, right? Let, and, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. You see, Christianity is different from that. Christianity, and the reason why many of us, many of God's children, are finding Christianity boring, frustrating, is because we are trying to function in Christianity like the way other religions function. Our is not based on a set of dogmas where you are supposed to live this way and then you make it to heaven. No, it is different. Our is in, based on a relationship with somebody. So if you don't have that relationship with that person, you have not even started. Look at Jesus himself, said, I am the door to the sheep. I am the door. So he, Jesus, is the door. It is not your good works that is the door. Are you, are you understanding me? It is not you attending a certain church that is the door. He said, Him, Jesus himself, he is the door. He said, I am the door to the sheep. When you come unto me, you will enter into the pasture. So Jesus is the one who grants access to the sheep, to, to the pastor. He's the one who grants access. And then you go on and you find out that he himself also is a pen himself. He also is a, 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 a fold that, that, that we are supposed to enter into. So everything about Christianity is based on Jesus Christ. Look, if you think about miracles, you think about healing, and you think about all of those other beautiful things that Jesus offers, and you forget about Jesus, you are forgetting and you are leaving the foundation of your faith, and eventually your faith will be of non-defense. Your faith will be of no defense what you should be pursuing every day as a child of God is a relationship with this Jesus Christ that we are talking about. What you should be looking for, desirous of, craving for, working towards is to know Jesus. Is to know Jesus. When they squeeze you, when push, just to shove, will you remember Jesus Christ? That is the only way that by which, when persecution and problems come, you'll be able to hold on. You'll be able to hold on. That is why some people, when they went through financial hardship, all of of a sudden, they cannot come to church anymore. They went through a marital problem. All of a sudden, they cannot serve God anymore. They went through a certain health crisis. All of a sudden, they cannot pray anymore. They went through a certain uh, family issue. Where I I was talking to a a lady yesterday, and she was saying that she uh, she has not gone to church for years. Why? Because she has to stay home and take care of, a certain mother figure because certain sibling person. And so she cannot even think of going to church just because of this. So she sees the church as a, a place I go to. But she has not encountered or she's not working with the revelation of Jesus Christ. With the revelation of Jesus Christ. If she was, there are two things that will happen either she will start church in the house or she find a way to go to church. She will find a way to go to church. Praise God forevermore. So we need to understand these things, and we need to understand who, what our faith is, and we need to know how we are going to function. Glory to Jesus. Now, in all the world all over, you realize that within this period is called the Easter period, right? And so Easter, Easter, Easter. Now the word Easter has come under a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy. There's nowhere in the Bible where the word Easter appears. There's nowhere written in the scriptures where the word Easter appears, so it is present to the fact that certain people say that there's nothing about Easter in the Bible, so they don't understand why we are celebrating Easter, and so uh, they don't celebrate Easter. Others also go down and begin to do certain researches and uh, connect Easter to a worship of Ishtar, a certain uh, goddess and blah blah blah, pagan worship and then they they are they, traded they We are we are mixing the Christian faith with paganism. You see, uh, and so Easter is under a lot of controversy. Easter is under a lot of controversy. I'm not here to make a defense of Easter because I accept Easter is still in the Bible, so I cannot defend Easter. But what I can defend is the reason for which Christians take this sacred time and celebrate Jesus, or celebrate God, or celebrate what God has done for them. That is why for us, we don't call it an Easter convention, we call it Reason Jesus' convention, because the reason for the convention is not Easter, the reason for the convention is Jesus, and because Jesus has resurrected and is alive forevermore. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, it is a reason Jesus convention now and forever. If you ever see that we changed it to Easter, please, then it's not for me. Amen and amen. I don't remember maybe Emmanuel may want that. It's not for me. Glory to Jesus Christ. I said, Emmanuel cannot even do that. Praise God. After this resolution, I have, made the start. We have Easter has come out of the start. Now, reason Jesus. We are celebrating the fact that Jesus is not dead. This Jesus that we are talking about is not dead. By Monday, we see he's not dead. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. He's not dead. Tomorrow some people will be, be- will be mourning him. They'll be wearing their funeral clothes. <laughs> but this Jesus is lost. He's not dead. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Friends, Praise- I remember many years ago I was, oh my God, you might be crying. i <laughs> <Even now. laughs> Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Amen and amen. Yeah, we do wake up. I don't know that many of you have gone to some churches that. We do worshiping on Friday night because Jesus has died. So we are going for food now. So we have to do worshiping. So Saturday we we'll to <laughs> we'll buried. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. But it is Jesus is alive. This Jesus. And that's why I just want to show you. He himself told us that He's alive. Revelation chapter number 1. Hmm. If you just have to read Revelation chapter 1, it's a beautiful passage. It's a beautiful chapter in the Bible. Please, the book of Revelation does not make you mad. What did I say? Oh, how many of you have ever heard that The book of Revelation is a mystery. When you read it, you go mad. How many of you have ever heard that that thing before? Oh my God. The devil is very smart. The devil is very smart. Because of the good, the mystery, the wisdom of God that he has encapsulated in that book of Revelation. He has he put a lot of fear even in many children, that God. when you understand the book of Revelation, you, this as a of Listen, you will never even get ready for the rapture if you don't understand the book of Revelation. You will not know what is happening in the time that now is, what is going to happen in a few years from now, and what is going to happen in heaven. You will not know how our kingdom looks like. You will not know that we are going to walk on the streets of gold. You do not know that we have a kingdom that will be in the heavens and that will be descending in the earth. You not know. You do not know the end of the sin. You do not know the end of the righteous. You not know that there's something known as the second death or the little fire. You will not know that there are crowns that are going to be given unto those who have believed. You will not know what God has prepared for the tribe. You not know. You not know. All of that wisdom, all of that revelation is in the book of Revelation. Go and read the book of Revelation. It's open your eyes. I said, open your eyes. I said, open your, your eyes. And it's in the book of Revelation, chapter number one. Oh, my oh let me read the verse 7. This one was from the writer. He says, Behold, he's coming with a cloud. Jesus is coming with a cloud. And every eye shall see him. This Jesus that we are talking about, he ascended into heaven. I will, I will describe it to you in as much graphic detail as I can, between tomorrow and then Sunday. So for you to capture the vision of, of what happened to our Lord. For, for, for which reason we are faith. For which reason we are faith. For which reason we believe. For which reason we serve him. We must know this Jesus. We must understand who this Jesus is. He's not just an ordinary prophet. He's not just a, a messenger of God. This Jesus is far more than all of that. You need to know the Jesus that you are worshipping. There are many people who don't value people until somebody introduces them to you. Oh, somebody, I, 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 I heard I, the case of a certain rich man who pretended that he was poor. And so when people saw him, they, they misbehaved towards him. So one day the revelation came and everybody knew that he was a rich man and he was even the king. Is not with the one who is fighting you. The end of the matter is not with that grandmother or grandfather. The end of the matter is not with Satan. He said, I am the first, and I am what? The last. The end of the matter is. Hallelujah. And he said, I am he who is dead. No, he said, I am he who lives. I am he who lives. I am he who lives. He said, I was dead, and behold, I am alive. Forevermore. Hallelujah. I am alive for how long? For how long? Did Jesus is alive. Is there anybody who can claim to be alive forevermore? Where is Mohammed? Where is Buddha? Where is Har Krishna? Where are all the religious leaders? Where is that petis priest who <laughs> who baptized your grandmother or grandfather? Where are all of them? Where is Okumpanotto? They are all dead and gone. They are all dead and gone. But this Jesus He himself said. I was dead, oh glory, I was dead, but now I am alive, and I'm not alive for just a short period, I am alive forevermore. Every other human being that passed on the face of the earth, they lived for a season. Even those who had the privilege of being brought back to life, they died again. The Bible says, "A rejection on man who wants to die. Everybody would die. Everybody would die. But for them to come back to life, they must be connected to this Jesus Christ." that? Who are those who resurrected in the Bible that you know? Lazarus. Jairus' daughter, the man who, uh, who the, the bones of Elijah Eli brought back to life. Where are all of them today? They are all dead again. They are all dead again. They, are, they became alive, but they were not alive forevermore. There's only one person when he died, he came back to life. It is forever. It is forever. It is, forever. It is this Jesus. He said, I am alive, and I am alive forever. Why will he tell us this so that we can relate with him as somebody who is alive? We should not relate with Jesus as, as a, 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 a character of a book. We should not relate with Jesus as a, a, a personality in history. We should not relate with Jesus as somebody that was spoken about or is spoken about. We should relate with Jesus as somebody who is alive now and is alive forever.
2: Is alive forever.
1: When you are related with me, you will not know relate with me as somebody you read about in a, in a biography because I am alive. You am alive. The relationship with somebody who is alive is different from the relationship with somebody who is dead. You know about somebody who is alive, but you, somebody who is dead, somebody who has lived, somebody who has achieved before. But when somebody is alive, you relate with him as a living person. You are built in sense of reason. You are built with life. You are built in who he is. You are built in what he carries. Glory to Jesus. And he's telling us that he's not dead. He's not just a story in the book. He's not just a story in the Bible. He's not just the founder of Christianity. <laughs> he's not a founder of Christianity. He's not a founder of Christianity. He's the of all that is alive and over access to the Bible. He's, he's, he's not just a religious see, let's not be let's be careful that we don't put Jesus in a certain book or a certain box that the world has put in. It. When when you mention Jesus, you are talking about somebody that. can When you mention Jesus, you're talking about somebody you can hear. When you mention Jesus, we are you mention Jesus, we are talking about somebody who can see. When you mention Jesus, you are talking about somebody who can feel. This is the Jesus that we are talking about. This is the Jesus that we are talking about. So in first Peter Chapter number three, the verse number fifteen. The apostle says, that, "And sanctify but you, sanctify the Lord God in your heart. In other words, hold him as precious." You must get to the place where you have come to a a, a certain realm of consideration and a certain insight onto who he is. As a child of God, if you are going to get power as a a Christian, your voice, your vision and your focus must be on the personality. Jesus must never disappear out of your heart. The insight, the concept, the revelation of Jesus should never leave your heart. You must sanctify him. You must hold him as dear. The, the revelation of God must be real to you. You should never walk anywhere and uh, operate and behave as though that you, uh, so you, uh, the, the God that you are serving is there. Or there is no God. And you must also function as somebody who knows that you are related with somebody who is alive. In Hebrews chapter number 12, I'm reading from the King James Version of the Holy Bible. It's from the verse He said says, Wherefore, see, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. It says, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which, which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience, Other say, with diligence, the race that is set before us. They are looking at the fact that we are from past, We are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Who are the cloud of witnesses? You go to the chapter number 11. You see him talking about so many, uh, so many people walked by faith. So many people carry these things that we are saying we also have. Listen to me. The reason why we are here is because we are followers of the faith. The reason why we are here is because we have a certain faith that is driving us. Every one of us. You are not here because of reverend Ebenezer or Philippa. No. You may think that you are here because of me, but you are not here because of me. You are here because there is a faith that has been delivered unto you. That's why it tells us in the book of Jude, chapter number 1, I think the verse number 10 uh, thereabouts, it tells us to come Uh, verse number 2 of Hebrews 11 to the last verse of the, uh, of the book of Hebrews 11, he spoke about men of faith, men who function by faith, even to the point where he spoke about those who, who rejected deliverance. Why? Because the encounter with God through them When I miss you here, I would what? Meet you there. There's another realm that we go into. So if we pass out of this, that about to be absent from the flesh. The body is be present with the Lord. It's in presence with the Lord. That is the understanding of our identity. That is the faith that we have. And it's said that all of these people who walk by faith, who walk believing in Jesus, they move into another realm and they went to sit in the sun. In the stands, because we have now come to the field to play. They were on the field. They played their soccer match. They finished their gala. And now they are going to sit in the stands. And now we are coming from the dressing room. We have come from the dressing room. We have come onto the field. My God, my God. Ah, And now the ball has in place. Ah, at the center of the field. Obaleko Various players are taking their place. The defenders, the midfielders, the strikers, the goalkeepers, the wingers, the defenders, they are those, in the, they are those who admit... Uh, Central defender. Left right wing defender left wing defender. Right wing defender. All of them are taking their place. Shadow goes satire, And I can see the midfielders up front. So ready to push and to kick some balls to some strikers. And I see the strikers. They are Tunai people. Oh. Living about at the front. Waiting for somebody to pass the ball. So that they heard hear that they Look, every one of those people that they are saying they are good, they are good. Please, they are all at China. Messi, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, all at China. We the defenders. We are the ones doing the work. We are the ones doing the job. Somebody give the Lord some praise. But we are in a field. But the beautiful things that in the stands. We have some people cheering us on. Those who won, they played the match and they won the victory. And they are telling us that we can also do it. We can also do it. I tell we can also do it. Listen, you will not give up on Jesus. You will not give up on the faith. You are going to do well in the faith. So he says that because of this that they are cheering us on, let us lay aside every weight. You see, when you start in Christianity... When you start walking with the Lord, there are things that you come with, packages, sins, problems, ways of thinking, that can sometimes become like weights, heavy things, religious ideologies, dogmas that are not biblical. He says that, ah, if we are going to do well in this race, let us put these things aside. Maybe as we are walking with the Lord, there is a certain thing that, backing you over and over again. He's saying that the sin is not a problem. What is the problem? You holding on to it is a problem. You holding on to it is a problem. The weight is not a problem. The weight can be certain lifestyles that are not necessarily, they are not necessarily sins. Maybe some of us, we like sleeping too much. And so we don't get time to pray. Some of us, we like watching TV too much. And so we don't get spiritual. Some of us have a certain way of thinking. All of these things are weight. Now imagine you are on, you are going for a 100 meter dash. And then as you go to the lines, you are wearing a backpack behind you. And the backpack is like a parachute. Now inside the parachute, you have metal. You have dumbbells. You have rocks. You have a lot of heavy things. What impact do you think they are going to have on you? They are going to slow you down. They are going to pull you down. So you say that if you want to run faster, drop some things. Drop some things. Now, this is a personal thing to help people What I need to drop may not be what you need to drop. Maybe I may need to drop some yeah. but yours may be cassava. Yours may be some plantain. Another person may be a fool. Another person may be a certain laptop. Another person may be a certain job. Another person may be a certain friend. But you know in your life, what is that thing that slows you down in your work with all? What is that thing that stops you from being able to advance more powerfully in the things of the Spirit. Those are your ways, and those are your things. Everybody look into your life. If your Christianity is a life of self-assessment, every now and then you look into your life, examine yourself. What is slowing me down? And you say that, no, I need to go faster. I need to go faster. You know, sometimes God is doing gracious words He cuts some off. He cut some off. He said that, I am the I am the vine. you are the branch so the brand that I saw there, I said, I will ruin it. I'll cover some things, I'll dress it. I, I so be that dresses you also need to look at yourself. And put down some weight. Put down some weight. Put down some weight. You have some, we some friends. They are not asking you to come on fire. The Bible, Jesus said, if you be hot, you are hot. If you go, because, I will not entertain a look one person. I will not entertain a look one person. Said, I'll the person
2: out of my mouth. I'll spew the person out. Because that person is not to teeth
1: in my mouth. What is it that is holding you back? What is it that is preventing you to be from being able to serve God with all passion? Some of us, we are watching certain things. We are listening to certain information. And those things are hardening our hearts. And preventing our vision of Jesus Christ. But the only thing that can cause us to run is to look on to Jesus. So let us run with diligence. With, with diligence or with patience the race that is set before us. That's number two. Looking onto Jesus. So it is only when you look onto Jesus Do you know why some people work very hard? Hey doing. Do you know why you work hard sometimes? Because you know at the end of the month there's a 3 day coming. You are looking onto the 3 and then maybe I don't know whether in your line of business you know, they give bonuses and commissions. If you do better than... So you are working extra hard. Right. So what aspect what, you just wake up at 7 and go to work, you wake up at 6 because you know that if I am able to wake up at 6 and achieve that target, I am going to, make, I'm going to get this amount of money. When you are looking on to something. He's telling us that in this Christianity, in this state, if you are going to do well, you need to look on to Jesus. Jesus must be in your eyes. Jesus must be in your heart. Jesus must be your vision and revelation. No man of God can be your vision and revelation. The best role model and mentor you can ever have, if you are going to do is pretend
2: is Jesus. Is Jesus?
1: Is Jesus? Oh, why Jesus? Because we see everything that we are seeing, yet he without truth. The Bible says, "Was tempted for all points as right. yet without sin." example Of an overcomer. He's a true example of victory. Do you know that he was rejected by his, his family? Do you know that his whole family did not believe in him? They were laughing at him and teasing him. Oh, and yet he survived. You are going through a certain insult. Look at Jesus. He overcame the insult. Even he was upon to the point that he was even killed. But I before that he came, he out of jail. There's no better example. Yes, men of God can inspire us. Fathers of faith can inspire us. Brothers in the Lord can inspire us. But the one true inspiration that will always be on your heart and in your vision is Jesus. Not only did He survive, He survived with power. Look at the miracles that He did. Look at the impact that He made. The man never wrote a book but there are more books written up for him than any other person or any other subject on this earth. The man never built a school, but there are more schools that are named and they are teaching in it and there's inspiration than any other. He never built a church, but look at the number of churches that are worldwide today. Jesus, if you are looking for an inspiration, I want to introduce an inspiration to you. The inspiration is Jesus. The inspiration is Jesus. He taught us that there is sign beyond the sand. He walked on the water. But science is that a human being cannot walk on water. I can tell you that Jesus was a master. He was a master even of a son. He turned ordinary water into fact, death water to wine. He did the unthinkable. He did the incredible. He achieved the impossible. How can a man struggle and die? And then on the third day, he comes back to life again. Wow. To show a new, accept the realm of life.
2: Listen, if you are going to grow, and you are going to grow, you have to tell it me.
1: Jesus. Jesus. Somebody say with me, Jesus. Somebody say with me, Jesus. Someone say with me, Jesus. No, he is everything you ever knew. He's everything you ever knew. He's everything you ever knew. No, you know the beautiful thing about him? He never condemned anyone. Even when a woman was caught in adultery, and they brought him to Jesus. Oh, and they said that, the Lord says that this one must be stoned to death. Oh, God. When he pushed him, he
2: said, hey, let me show you three He that is without faith, that is He never went to a law school that was bigger than all the lawyers. He never went to a Bible school but went to the church of the world. He never went to a school of prophets but his prophets is active.
1: He endured the cross, despising the shape, and is now set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now do you know what that means? To be set down at the right hand of the throne of God. It is not the right hand side. No, 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 no. There's a difference between the right hand side and right hand. Right hand is talking about the place of authority. It's talking about the place of power. <laughs> the man
2: conquered. Look, Jacob met an angel
1: and he contended with the angel to the point where the angel said, you? no, you are not an ordinary person anymore. What is your name? Jacob. He said, no, you are not before Jacob. You are before you So you have become a prince of power. Do you know what that angel was talking about? He knew a certain prince of power would go to camp in the future. Who was an overcomer? Who overcame
2: men and who before God. Jesus. So, Jacob just yes, took us a picture of the Jesus that was going to
1: be the greatest of, of, of Jesus Christ. And now, the Bible says that he, when he was victorious, he was set at the right time, the place of authority, the highest place of respect.
2: Can I tell you something? God respects Jesus.
1: God respects Jesus. The Bible says that when the Lord looked into the earth and saw the sins of man, he said, who shall go for us? The Bible says for 30 minutes, in heaven, there was total silence. All the angels that sang, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. They were quiet for 30 minutes. Every movement ceased in heaven because nobody saw a possibility. Nobody saw it at any, nobody could look.
2: And then Jesus Christ said, and he said, I will go, I will go from that, And that, to gain the respect of everyone. Oh, the Holy Spirit said, I will not do anything. The Father said, I will support you. I will support you. And Jesus Christ
1: said, I will support Look. When we were speaking on him, many people think that when Jesus Christ came on earth, he, 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 because he assumed the form of a man, he forgot that he was God. Jesus not for a single moment forgot that he was God. He never ever forgot that he was God. Now, many people don't have a problem believing in God, but they have a problem believing in Jesus and most as that
2: Jesus is God. It is the biggest problem of the Jews. It is the biggest problem
1: of Muslims. A person will come and speak to and say that we believe in Jesus. You know, we believe in Jesus more than the people who believe in Jesus. I had a missionary preacher. Friend.
2: He never said unambiguously without unambiguously
1: in any part of Scripture that he is God. He gave you a Scripture where Jesus is that to ambiguously. You know the red part of that—that that is the words of Jesus. <laughs> the, red, the red, the red Bible. The red Bible. They don't know that that was somebody's ceremonial celebration of the words of Jesus.
2: Whether it's black or red, I the, you know, not If you don't put a, you don't need to put a. You have some terrible position. But, ooh. oh! The eyes turn out, they are protected. No. Listen, Jesus is God. Jesus is not just an ordinary human being. Jesus is God. He said, I am my father. We are one. Look, Jesus is a mystery.
1: That cannot be understood by the wisdom of men.
2: That
1: is why men struggle. Their brains begin to break when they begin to contemplate and understand who Jesus is. When you contemplate Jesus with a natural mind, the cells in your brain will begin to melt. Your understanding will be broken. That is why you can only know God by revelation. And you can only know Jesus by revelation the bible said that he was a mystery he said that this is the mystery of godliness that god was revealed in the flesh he <laughs> was looked upon by angels because angels in heaven could not look upon god and to see god on the earth close to
2: human form with a looked upon by angels, the angels, were angels what they were looking at you, see, you need to
1: understand what is called the hypostatic union The Hypostatic Union. Hypostatic Union, H-Y-P-O-S-T-A-C-I-C, the Hypostatic Union, it is the revelation, the mystery that in Jesus Christ, there was a 100% embodiment of God, and a 100% embodiment of man, Jesus was not 50% man and 50% God, he was not 30% man and 70% God, he was not 40% God and sixty percent man, he was 100% God and 100% man. 100% hundred percent man. Jesus was called fully social so man. Fooling. How can you have one plus one equals to one?
2: How can you have hundred percent equals to hundred? That is
1: why it has no mistake. He broke the fabric of mathematics. Just like he broke the fabric of physics. He broke the fabric of biology. He broke the fact so without blood in a body no man can live. That when Jesus resurrected, you know He was without not a drop of blood in His body.
2: I share with you in
1: the family. The theology looks like this theology is Why is that? After now, they are looking for how the scientists are looking for how they can become God. the Only God is God. Only God is God.
2: This every every law that you can think about Jesus, make of it. Gravity. No mutation,
1: density. Everything Jesus made necessary. Why? Because he was God over them. And the one who is God over the thing is not controlled by the thing. The one who created the universe. Not, the universe does not contain him. He contains the universe. So, when we say that Mary gave birth to Jesus, it is an anomaly. Because Jesus was holy Mary. When Mary was holding Jesus in her hands, if she was not holding Jesus, Jesus was holding her. Her very survival depended on the one that she was carrying. Ah, that's why Jesus got to tell her, why were he you making it to me? Because you see the things that if they got for, if you don't want to give them, they would have found him at home. They found him at home. They found him at home. They at home. He wanted to be the church. They, 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 they look, the realm of fish can arrive. He said, He's a mystery. He's a mystery. He's beyond. spirit; cannot define him, and flesh cannot define him. He is the whole of both of them, and yet both of them cannot define him. The mystery of God knows. The mystery of God knows. Jesus the Divine. Jesus the Divine. Philippians chapter two the verse number five. Can we read Then let this mind be within you. I propose to Christ Jesus Christ. Oh, who being in the form of God? Who being in the form of God? So he did over there. He said he had the form of God. He was in the form of God. In that was the full nature of God was in him. Who being in the form of God? He thought it's not robbery to be equal with God. In other words, Jesus knew that it was not he was not stealing position. He was not stealing position. He said that somebody went and say I'm called doctor, but the person is not called doctor. He's robbing that doctor, the name doctor. That's why he called it Can be arrested. But he said that he considered it no robbery. It was not an illegality to be equal with God because he had a form of God. He had the form of God. Whatever has the form of God is God somebody will go and think about this thing, and understand one is to be equal with God the yeah, verse number 7 mm. yes yeah, so we know that he was God but he made himself of no reputation. so in other words he was a making of his own he made himself of no reputation in other words he stripped himself of the look of glory the look of glory but the nature was still there he made himself he stripped himself of reputation and took upon himself, in other words, he cloaked himself in the form of a servant and was made in the likeness, in the portrait, in the formats of men. And not just men, but the lowliest of men. Let's go on. In the likeness of men. Uh-huh. Let's go on, please. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. So you see, his life was overcoming. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. Hallelujah.
0: He humbled
1: himself in obedience. And he died like an ordinary man. Because men, it is the same unto man wants to die. So Jesus, even we went through Rabba kashataya. He went through everything that a man was supposed to go through. Why? Because he was bringing an end to a certain realm of humanity. <laughs> oh, he that shall sin shall die. Adam introduced that kind of humanity and he came to go through that time span and died like every other man. And now he said that now that I have died like you. Let me show you who I truly am. Well, let me show you who I truly am. Let me show you who I truly am. Now he threw on the form of humanity. And now let the divinity become manifested. So when Jesus resurrected, walls could not hold him when jesus resurrected one minute is at this place the next minute is yet he's at another place he was just appearing disappearing look even when he had not died <laughs> he made the loss of science look like nothing what about now that he has decided to take on the form of god put on the glorious nature Adu And when it was time said this world cannot contain me but let me ascend So that what I have achieved, I'll give to you. So that me being your example, you see how your life ought to be. That's why no Christian can ever be a failure. We are not permitted to fail. Say I'm not permitted to fail. Look, because our role model succeeded. He overcame. When we say, overcomest nation. We are talking about people who are fashioned after Christ. Who are fashioned after Christ. And the victory of Jesus becomes their victory. The victory of Jesus is a victory. I see victory. I see victory. I, see victory. I see victory. I see victory. Because I see you. Because I see you. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Somebody celebrate the Lord. It's Jesus. Hmm. It's Jesus. Contemplate Jesus. Think about Jesus. He's a divine. He's a divine. This is what makes us different as children of God. Understanding who Jesus is. He is God. He is God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The verse number 14. And the Word which was God became flesh, and that was Jesus. So if the Word became, see, it, just, it just captured what we just read. He put on the form of humanity. So the Word who on God, now put on flesh and became man. But inside the flesh, the word was still there. So Jesus was 100 percent man, 100 percent God, 100 percent man, 100 percent God. First Timothy chapter three verse sixteen. So without controversy, grace is a mystery of godliness. Godliness means God nature, God likeness. It is a mystery. That is why you cannot just sit down and try to understand it with your natural mind. I am a professor. I am a professor. This beats your professorialship. I am a doctor, I am a doctor. Look, there's no book, there's no book that can contain this mystery. Do you know what a mystery is? Something that is difficult to understand. Grace is already difficult to understand. Now it's a great, great is a mystery of Godliness. That God was manifested in the flesh. Not, it doesn't make sense. The one who formed flesh has started to contain himself in flesh. And yet he was possessed in the flesh justified in the spirit seen of angels preached unto the gentiles believe on the world received up into glory this is the story of our faith this is the story of our faith when you understand this you become supernatural you become supernatural god do you know why because if god became like man that means that man can become like god if God, if it please God, that a man, a, that God can become like man, then it means that the reverse can also happen. A man can become like God. That's the mystery of the new creature. That's why we can work miracles. What, what proved that Jesus was God? Number one. Every prophecy that was made concerning Jesus. Nobody has received more prophecies about his life before he was born. Many, many years ago that Jesus, and when he studied the Bible, every one of them came to pass. Even to the point of where he was born. The fact that he was to be born in a manger. The fact that he was to be born of a virgin. Every one of them were prophesied hundreds and hundreds of years before he came. The prophecy was so accurate. It can only mean that this person is a supernatural person. What you are going to go through. That he will suffer. And that he will die. And that he will resurrect. All of that was prophesied. The miracles that he was going to do. Isaiah 53 52 into 53 tell us about the suffering that he was going to go through. His assignment was defined even for him. Every step that Jesus took was a confirmation of something that has been spoken about. His life that every one of his days, they were written in the books of God. I have come to do that will of God. Said, a body of you given me. <laughs> come and do your will. So, you see, because every one of Jesus' life was spoken. That's how he was the word. And so the word took on flesh to come and manifest itself. So Jesus was the word that put on flesh to manifest what the word has said. So every one of on Jesus' steps was a word. <laughs> ah, this scripture. Okay. <laughs> Oh my 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 my. The man is beyond the man. He's beyond the man. So the prophecies concerning his life, his virgin birth, after Jesus was given birth to by a virgin, please, nobody has been born of a virgin anymore. If you give birth to a daughter and say that it's a miracle, brother, your daughter has gone to do that something. Only Jesus, as I was. (laughs) Only Jesus, the of God, only one. Don't come and tell us anything, Daddy, he told me that miracles are (laughs) real. I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. Look, I've not done anything, but this is positive. (laughs) Amen and amen. Only Jesus. That was the only Jesus. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. Look at how Jesus was born. He was born of a virgin. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. Fulfilled in Matthew chapter 1 verse 22-23. This man even before he at his death. Angels announced him. Luke chapter 1. 26 to 26-35. When he was alive. And he, he was functioning as a man. Even sickness could not stop him. He had power over sicknesses. The blind saw, the deaf head, the dumb speak, lepers were healed, the lame world, fever healed, blood issues, so many sicknesses. Those who even did not have had their arms and legs cut off. He, he, he healed them back. Only God has the ability to do that. Only God has purpose to the human body. And Jesus manifested them just to prove that he is deity. Look at when Nicodemus came to him and said, that, Master. We know that you are from God. but no one can do this thing that you do. Except God do this. We know you are from God. We know you are from God. Because what you are doing, we all know that only if without God, this thing is impossible. So by his ability to heal sicknesses, he proved that he was God. Number three, his ability to have power over nature. The miraculous. He turned water to wine. He went in, in Cana. He walked on the water. Matthew 14, 25, 20, 25 and 33. He commanded winds and the storms and they listened to him. He said, what kind of manner, what manner of man is this that even the winds obey him? It's not done before. Yet he showed that he is a God over the wind. He is a God over the seas. He is God over the rains. He is God over everything. Fishes, he multiplied them. Bread, he multiplied them. He commanded fish to appear. And when people decided to die, he brought them back to life. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. Number is it number four, number three, or number five? He, his own pronouncement about himself. John 10, verse 32 3. I read only the verse that He said, I am my father, one. The verse 31, the Jews pick up stones to kill him because they knew what he said. They knew the meaning of what he had said. He was saying that you he asked them which of the good things I do that you are going to kill me he said it's not for good things that you have done but you be a man you are saying that you are God so the people say unambiguous look are you more of a Jew than them do you understand their language than they understand they said that you be a man have made yourself equal to God because they knew what Jesus had said was unambiguous and do you know what Jesus never defended it that oh I do know what I mean there is no point that Jesus ever denied that he was not God. Whenever people said that he, he was he was being erratic, or he was being uh, he, 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 yeah, how do you say that? Uh, how do you, somebody who is, who is speaking like he's God? There's there, no, there no point that Jesus denied. There is no point that Jesus denied. So he knew what he was saying. He meant what he was saying. Listen, don't let anybody go and deceive you and throw your faith When it's time for you to defend that Jesus is God, use the scriptures. If they don't believe it, leave them. It's not your duty to convince them. If they won't believe, they won't believe. If they will believe, they will believe. Praise God forevermore. So, his own statement, I and my Father are one. I and my Father are one. I and my Father are one. Glory to Jesus Christ. In John chapter 5, verse 17, he said, My Father worketh, hitherto I work. So, he said that he and his father are doing the same thing. Before Abraham, I am. John chapter 8, 51-59. When he said that, I am. They knew that I am he has said. Only God can say I am. They understood that Yahweh has spoken. They wanted to stone him again. They wanted to stone him again. So, his own pronouncement showed that he was God. And then what showed that he was God? He died. The circumstances surrounding his death. Nobody's death was surrounded by so much drama. Nobody's there. Darkness. Earthquakes. Tombs breaking open. Partition in the temple breaking open. So much was happening. Yes, which were casual attached. <laughs> Grace opened. What kind of drama is this? It's just an announcement of divinity. Something unusual has happened. Something unusual has happened. And when he will resurrect... Another drama. Another drama. Showing that this man was not an ordinary person. Look, Jesus is not a human being, no. He is God. He is God. And tonight as I sign off, this is how I want you to sanctify Him in your hearts. When you think about Jesus, don't think about a a historical figure. When you think about Jesus, don't think of a prophet. When you think about Jesus, don't think about a religious leader. When you think about Jesus, don't think of a mythical uh, character. When you think about Jesus, think about God. Think about God. Does God deserve to be worshipped? Come on, talk to me in church. Does God deserve to be worshipped? Then Jesus deserves to worship. worshipped. And when you say, I have Jesus, you are saying, I have God. I have God. And if you have God, if God be for us, who can be against us? We have the victory. We have the victory. Celebrate Jesus right now.
0: We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more enquiries, visit our website, www.geminatorokolipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.